What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. I trust that you are well this glorious day. I am much better. Thank you so much. Um, every now and again, because I guess I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age, uh, but get a little a little problem with my feet. You guys remember when that happened the, um, the last time, and um, and I get some inflammation and it's really bad and I can't walk. And obviously, I can't, if I can't walk, I can't get in here to the studio. And and it isn't. It's like a a constant thing. So it isn't like it's better when I'm sitting down. It's not better when I'm sitting down or laying down, or uh, or it's worse when I'm. It's impossible when I'm standing or walking. So uh, we had to take Friday off. I think we took Friday off, and uh, because I was kind of incapacitated. But you know, obviously, here I am again. Here we are again. Here we are again. <laughs> you know. Uh, I've been um, I've been characterized as the energizer bunny. You just I just keep going because I think it's important. I, I think what what Paul and I do here on the um, on Fightback Media is important because nobody is telling these stories um, in the way that they need to be told. Nobody, zero, and um, getting them documented, getting getting them out there is extremely important to us. Um, if you're watching the video, thank you so much, uh, either on Rumble or on, um, on YouTube even. We, we've been able to keep um, the videos up here on, on, on YouTube here, here as of late. So we're, go we're going to go ahead and take advantage of that at the same time uh, while publishing the same video on, on Rumble. We've had no problem with Rumble um, with shadow banning, we have we seem to have no problem with um, anything that um, any you know running afoul of Rumble and any of their you know I don't know rules, regulations, community guidelines, whatever. We haven't had any problem with that, uh, no matter what the um, subject matter has been. So we hope to continue that uh, that streak and stay in that vein. All right, um, let's go ahead and get started with what we're talking about today. And there is lots, friends. There is lots. Uh, the, art, the first article is important because it is obvious that this January 6th committee uh, is a Democrat ploy to gin up whatever they can to prevent Trump and Trump supporters from having any influence 
first in the midterm elections and in the election in 2024. It is as obvious as the nose nose on your face. As you know, as the old people used to say in my neighborhood, even Stevie Wonder can see this. Uh, (laughs) So during an interview with CNN's uh, Jake Tapper, Representative Liz Cheney, Republican from Wyoming, who is probably about to be primaried, confirmed that January is his committee's next target. Virginia Thomas. Supreme Court Justice's Clarence Thomas's wife. Uh, Cheney, who was, who was the vice chair of the committee, said they're currently in talks with Thomas's counsel and they may subpoena her if she doesn't cooperate. Committee is supposedly seeking more information about Thomas's communication as a private citizen with former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, among others, uh, about continuing to fight to overturn the 2020 election results. Isn't it interesting that uh, a lot of us are being told to move on from that, move on from that? Uh, you know, Trump's pissed because some of the people that he endorsed are saying, you know, and move on for that from that. However, Democrats in the left are staying right there. They're staying right there. They're not moving. So maybe Trump's got a point. Maybe you have to fight this fight. You have to fight this. You have to win this battle. Uh, the committee supposedly is seeking more information again about Thomas's communication as a private citizen with White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Jeannie Thomas, who is the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, repeatedly corresponded within um, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and Trump lawyer John Eastman, who was pushing this deranged theory, uh, CNN host Jake Tapper said on Sunday, State of the Union. Just deranged theory. Uh, she was writing to them about efforts to overturn the 2020 election results, not to mention her correspondence with the Arizona lawmakers pushing fake electors. Uh, Tapper continued, Is your committee planning on talking to Jenny Thomas, even though her lawyer expressed a reluctance to cooperate? Well, yeah, there's going to be a reluctance to cooperate because this, my friends, is a kangaroo court. It just is. Side note, this whole idea that uh, Steve Bannon has been uh, charged with contempt of Congress. Doesn't mean anything. We've got so many people that have been charged with contempt of Congress and nothing has happened to them. Zero. They just had to charge Steve Bannon with something. Why? Because of what I said a few minutes ago. They are trying to stain these people as, as as much as they possibly can. They just are. Um, so, Ch- so Cheney confirmed they are. We, um, we certainly hope that she will agree to come in voluntarily. Why would she? But the committee is fully prepared to contemplate a subpoena if she does not. I hope it will not come to that. I hope that she will come in voluntarily. Again, why... Would she? We've certainly spoken with a number of people who are similarly, 
uh, situated in terms of and the discussions that she was having that you've mentioned. So it's it's very important to us to speak to her. And I and as I said, I hope that she will do it voluntarily. But I'm sure we will contemplate a subpoena if she won't. So Liz Cheney gets on this Sunday morning show to openly threaten Jenny Thomas, a private citizen. This is what's happening in America. Now, who they haven't talked to, even though there's information um, that needs discussing, they haven't talked to Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C. They haven't talked to Nancy Pelosi, uh, who was in charge of of security. Um, of this uh, on, on January 6th of the counting of the votes uh, they haven't talked to either of them they haven't asked them about why weren't there more National Guard troops there haven't asked that question why have they not asked that question to the people who could who are, who are more who are the most capable of answering that question when we we have heard we have not only heard we have seen there's evidence that um, President Trump suggested asked for twenty thousand plus um, National Guard troops to be there that day to keep madness from happening. Doesn't seem like the kind. It just doesn't seem like the kind of of behavior someone would invoke if they were planning an overthrow of the government that day. Oh, listen, why don't you bring a lot of cops? We need to have a lot of cops there. It just doesn't seem like that would be the case. It does, it does, why? It doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense. And I don't, I don't really care what your politics are. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make any damn sense. So in a letter to the House Select Committee last month, um, a lawyer for Thomas said he does not believe there is currently a sufficient bias uh, basis to speak with her. Also, he expressed concern that the sole reason was um, was being asked to speak with her committee was to continue the baseless harassment she has been subjected to since January 6th. The Wall Street Journal editorial board, however, um, believe it's not about Jenny at, at all, but it's a rather an attempt to trash Justice Thomas. This is what the Wall Street Journal's editorial um, was. Committee members Adam Schiff gave, Schiff gave away the real game, as he often does. Asked Sunday on CBS's Face the Nation if this would set a dangerous precedent, Mr. Schiff went to the heart of his political goal. This is what Schiff says. Uh, in this case, for Clarence Thomas to issue a decision in a case of dissent, in a case where Congress is trying to get documents and those documents may involve his own wife, that is the line that's been crossed. And I think for Congress to be looking into these issues, looking into conflict of interest issues, but here, looking into issues whether it involves the wife of a Supreme Court justice or anyone else, if they have information or role in an effort to overturn an election, Yes, they are not excluded from examination. Mr. Schiff is referring to January's dissent by um, 
to a January dissent by Justice Thomas in case of involving Mr. Trump's attempt to block Congress from obtaining certain documents. Justice Thomas was the lone dissenter and offered no explanation. Mr. Schiff is implying that Justice Thomas was deciding based on the views of his wife to help Mr. Trump, uh, though he has no evidence for that charge. No evidence for that charge. This That's the kind of innuendo um, Schiff specializes in during specialized in during the Russian collusion probe uh, when he, he was caught making claims supposedly based on classified information that turned out to be false. Ms. Cheney keeps telling Republicans they ought to believe the committee's finding and much of, and much of that is compelling. But Mr. Schiff's attempt to use a spouse to smear the reputation of a Supreme Court justice will cause many to discount the entire effort. This is what this is about. This is about smearing Justice Thomas. Bunch of white people going after the black after the black judge. Thomas's lawyer also suggested that the letter, what um, the, the real target um, was, Jenny's husband pointing to some anonymous. Um, displayed towards uh, Justice Thomas, uh, me, Justice, to Justice by Chairman Benny Thompson, who referred to him as an Uncle Tom in 2024 for his views and never backed down from that comment. That's what this is. That's what this is. They've been going after um, Clarence Thomas since jump. And this is another attempt. They have... Because they believe that they have to replace a Supreme Court justice right now. So they are going to try to impeach whom they think is the weakest link. And and some of them believe it's Clarence Thomas, or they can make Clarence Thomas the weakest link here. That's what's happening. It's insane. Insane what the hell's going on here in this country. Well, the R word. We don't want to say the R word because the R word we can't say anymore. And I don't mean retarded. Can't say that word anymore. Although there was an organization um, here in my area. I think it was PARC was the acronym. Uh, Pinellas Association for Retarded Citizens. I guess they have to change that. I don't know what they, I don't know what they changed it to. Um, Park was pretty pretty easy to remember, uh, but you can't. But we're not. We're not we're, we're, the administration is not going to say the other R word. The other R word this week is recession. It's here. We've all known for months what the country was barreling towards a recession. Everyone feels it. Americans have been seeing their paychecks get cannibalized by inflation. Filling up one gas tank could be a budget-busting move. Yet the Biden team, like their boss, exhibits a dementia-like persona when peddling their talking points about the state of the economy. This isn't the greatest economy, nor is ever, uh, nor the best recovery ever. Not even close. Joe Biden's approval ratings are hot garbage, whose toxicity has leached into his party's midterm chances. The economic recession puts even the best Democrats at risk. These are just the facts. The Biden recession is here. 
but you're not going to hear that from the administration when the GDP, GDP reports get released on Thursday. You saw what happened last time. We've seen that GDP is in the toilet, and we saw that inflation was at 9.1% last month. 9.1%. Now they're trying to change the definition of recession, which is what the left does. We don't like the word, so we're going to change the definition. This is what we're talking about. This was CRT, critical race theory, right? We know what critical race theory is. Oh, no, you don't. Yes, 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 we do. Remember? The Biden White House is going to it's going for gold in linguistic gymnastics and it's bound to fail. I don't think even the staunchest Biden supporter in the media feels it's worth defending this guy now. He's gone too far. New York Times went all out with stories about how Joe was on the verge of collapse due to his age. Some trips uh get oh get worked around because it would probably kill him. Do these folks think the media will take the destruction of the word recession nonchalantly? I don't put much faith in the mainstream press, but this is indefensible. The press asked why Kamala Harris was out and about, addressing conferences in D.C., wearing no mask, despite being uh, close to COVID-contaminated Joe. The White House tripped over themselves trying to explain why the VP wasn't following CDC guidelines anymore. Uh, the Holy Bible of the Left in the COVID era. Expect the same this week on the recession news. This is a tweet from WhiteHouse.gov. What is recession? While some maintain that two consecutive quarters of failing, uh, a failing real GDP constitutes recession, that is neither the official definition or the way economists evaluate the state of the business cycle. Which is... Not true. This is the way that we've done it historically. Two failing quarters, who consecutive quarters. Instead, but you know what they said. Instead, both official determinations of recession um, and economic and economist assessment of economic economic activity are based on a holistic look at the data, including the labor market, consumer and business spending. Industrial production and uh, let me click on that. Uh, my new computer will actually go to Twitter. Now my laptop wouldn't go to Twitter. My laptop's like, eh, Twitter is nasty. <laughs> I ain't going to Twitter. Twitter is nasty. I mean, it just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. I go to Twitter. Based on these data, it's unlikely that 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 it is unlikely that the decline in GDP in the first quarter of this year, even if followed by the GDP decline in the second quarter, indicates a recession. So what they are what they are are, are defending against is that they're pretty sure that there's going to be a decline in the GDP in the second quarter. So what they're trying to do is get ahead. They're trying to get ahead of the news because as soon as the news breaks, and if there's another decline in GDP, which is probably going to be, then the headline should be recession. If it were for Trump, it would be it would be this big. It would be like, I don't know, four inches across the top of the New York slime or and the Washington Washington Compost um, and the Tampa Bay Times slimes. It would be this big. It would be huge. Recession. It would be. So they're trying to get ahead of it. And what they're trying to do is 
Uh, well, it doesn't necessarily mean it's recession because we have to look at the whole thing, you see. It's just damn shame, y'all. I'm just saying. It's damn shame. Just saying. I'm going to go off the board here. Um, this past uh, week, um, Turning Point USA um, had a thing here in Tampa where I live, but it was on Friday, and I already told you that I couldn't go. I couldn't even... Walking to the kitchen was a struggle. Uh, my son drove me to the hospital, I mean to the hospital, not, not to the hospital, praise the Lord, um, to the doctor's office because... Um, the inflammation this time was on my right foot and I couldn't drive. Uh, so I, let alone, I couldn't drive, so I couldn't go downtown, so I couldn't see what was going on down there. Um, the, um, the Florida Democrat Party and, and Turning Point USA was having, they were both having, uh, meetings, rallies, um, uh, downtown in the same hotel complex down at the Marriott. Whew. I would have loved to have scheduled that. So like, oh, let's schedule that and just sit back and see what happens. <laughs> Genius, actually. Golly, I love Florida. Um, in any case, um, so supposedly there was some people down there waving Nazi flags downtown. Now, the pictures that I've seen, it didn't seem to be like 200 or 300 people. It seemed to be like 10. 10? A few people on, on a, a few people on a street corner. And they were holding, not only the flags, they were holding pictures of Ron DeSantis. Because supposedly we were supposed to get, I know, stop laughing. Stop laughing. Stop. Stop. You're getting ahead of me. Supposedly, they, it, it was for their love of Ron DeSantis and of course, these Nazis were backing Ron DeSantis, and and immediately those on the Democrat side said that DeSantis needs to go out there and condemn these these Nazis. Now, what DeSantis and Trump was there too, uh, and what these guys are smart to do is not fall for every single thing. It's not to to snap off on every bait tossed out by the left. Your gut, and I, that's why you were laughing, your gut and my gut are saying, this is such a setup. Such a setup. Holding pictures of DeSantis? Come on. I told you way back in 2020, in November and December. Everything you see from the left, from that point forward, is for public consumption. There isn't any basis in truth in any of it. You don't buy it. You don't buy these 10 or 12 people out there with their Nazi flags or actual Nazis um, who were there to support uh, Ron DeSantis. Why? Because you're smart. And what you know is, and what you thought about at the same time I thought about it was, is the things that have been said about supporting Israel from people like Ilhan Omar and uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in, in, in America's continued support 
for Israel. And then suddenly, these same people, or in the same party anyway, are all up in arms about some Nazi flags? They want their cake and eat it too. They want to be on both sides of the road at the same time, going different directions. And media is allowing it. I I, I was listening to a local radio program um, this morning who was, and they were all like, oh my God, oh, I can't believe it. I felt, it was just so weird seeing the Nazi flags, you know, you know, it's 2022. Did any of them ask, where do you think the people came from? Because they were all masked up. It would seem to me that they wouldn't have been masked up. Not just masked up. They had their whole faces covered. Yeah, come on now. Come on, you're smart. Just like, say it. That's right. Antifa. I feel like Mr. Rogers. Can you say Antifa? Yes, Antifa. Same sort of thing. And people buying it hook, line, and sinker. I'm going to eat my prednisone. This is a very small tablet. You can see that? You can barely see that, I bet. This is the thing that has eased my pain. I had a little breakfast. Heck of a food, they say. Down a little coffee. There you go. Just one a day. It's been amazing. Thank you. All right. Um, let's see here. Let's do. Um, let's do something else. Let's let's see if I can not get a strike here. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get a strike. I'm trying to relay information. Um. There was an interview with Dr. Burks. You guys remember Dr. Burks from the beginning of the um, COVID uh, thing, right? Uh, she had some interesting, interesting statements. Now, this is, I hadn't planned on testing YouTube. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna try to make sure that who's ever reviewing this, if they're the least bit fair, the least bit fair, gets all of the context. This is a quote from Dr. Burks. She says, I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines. And it made the people then worry um, that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will. Let's be very clear. 50% of people who died from the Omicron surge were older vaccinated. That's why I'm saying even if you're vaccinated and boosted, if you're unvaccinated right now, the key is testing and and uh, Pavlovid. That's it. It's effective. It's a great antiviral. And really, that is what's going to save your lives right now if you're over 70. Which, if you look at hospitalizations, hospitalizations are rising steadily with new admissions, particularly 
in those over 70. And so if you live in the South, I know people keep talking about the fall. I'm worried about the South. Dr. Burks. This is what Dr. Burks said. Dr. Burks was one of those people who was really, you know, she was she was on board with Dr. Fauci and continues to be, it seems. But it is interesting that she said that they knew that it wouldn't protect against infection. And it was interesting that she said, and this is Dr. Burke speaking, I think that we overplay the vaccines. All right, here we go. Here's, here's where I get kicked off of YouTube. Uh, Dr. Ja, the virus is going to make, uh, it's going to be with us forever, which is interesting because that completely undermined, um, uh, a 2020, um, key point from candidate Joe Biden. Not only is this White House lacking transparency when it comes to key aspects of President Joe Biden's positive, um, COVID-19 result, and we hope the president gets well soon. I hope the president gets well soon. Uh, but it also has been cagey with his responses to questions that reporters asked. It's no wonder that Sarah highlighted on Thursday's press briefing that John that George Codon, the national of the National Journal, not bringing out Biden's doctor would be the least transparency of any White House and the 50 years of presidential illnesses. There's the hypocrisy compared with all the promises that then-candidate Biden made in his administration has done a complete 180. During Friday's, Friday's press briefing, now Friday, you guys know I was down for the count, uh, COVID-19 uh, response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha acknowledged some something that many of us have come to realize and accept, even that the virus is, even, uh, excuse me, even that the virus is here to stay is pretty much an endemic at this point. And we talked about that uh, Actually, I talked about that way back when it started. If this became an industry, we were going to be stuck with it forever. That's all there is to it. After calling on those who have not yet been vaccinated to receive the vaccine, Dr. Ja uh, aptly pointed out, this virus is going to be with us forever. Polling has showed, though, that Americans who have not been vaccinated are unlikely to get the vaccine. Um, the polling shows that the people who, who, who are going to get vaccinated have already done it. And the people who haven't probably aren't. Dr. John was responding to a question from a reporter about Congress not having funded boosters for the fall, which provided him with an opportunity to call for Congress to pass even more funding. Uh, he's also doubled down on how vaccines and boosters are the best way to build up um, immunity, um, which is interesting but because you, you can't. Dr. Dr. Burke said you can't just now. So which is it? This is going to get taken off YouTube, and I'm going to get another strike. That's all there is to it. But we got to say it. We have to say it. How exactly did, did um, the president contract a virus is one more detail the White House doesn't believe the American people deserve to know, since they claim it doesn't matter. They don't, I mean, they don't care. The White House's message, messaging flies in the face of what Biden promised the American people during the, during the 2020 presidential election. 
Here's what Biden said. I'll put in place a plan to deal with this pandemic responsibly. I have already done it. It brings this country together around testing, tracing, and masking. Three things that we know don't work. Uh, Biden said in a rally in October of 2020, I'm going to shut down. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I am going to shut down the virus. The statement is silly. I am going to end the common cold in America. It is that level of silly. I'm going to end pneumonia in America. I'm going to end toe fungus in America. It is that level of silly. Many have also taken to letting a tweet from Biden in October 2020 resurface when he promised to shut down the virus. Gay Latina for Trump (laughs) tweets exactly that. Uh, Gay Latina for Trump. Uh, Oops. When Biden... um, Connie McLew, uh, well, Biden ruined the economy and did not shut down COVID. As for the country, 80% plus say we are on the wrong track. Add on supply chain, supply chain, baby formula, inflation, foreign policy, Afghanistan debacle, and you have the worst presidency of my lifetime. Going back to Eisenhower. Wow. (laughs) Well, folks. This is what's going on on Monday morning. Thank you ever, ever so much for spending some time with us um, today on the Morning Report. We appreciate you. We appreciate you greatly. I do. I do. I do. I do. Thank you. Now, I'll let you know about um, the this strike that I know is coming. I know it's coming from YouTube. I'll let you know. Uh, this video will be up on Rumble. And... Um, Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Blooming Days Flower Shop is the premier florist in Tampa, offering flower delivery from Brandon to Lutz. Originally opened in 1986, Blooming Days Flower Shop has grown to be the florist in Tampa that customers trust most. Our family-owned local flower shop produces flower arrangements with superior design. And we're best known for our same-day flower delivery as well as the selection of special bouquets we've been crafting with love for 30 years. Our main flower shop is in Tampa located at 11618 North Florida Avenue. Our secondary flower shop is in Newport Ritchie at 6835 State Road 54. If you want flower delivery in Tampa, give us a call at 813-933-1942 or 800-330-3297. Hello, I'm Nehemiah Jefferson, America's tax attorney. If you have a tax problem, you should strongly consider hiring a tax attorney for assistance. The reason why you should hire a tax attorney is because an attorney can provide you confidentiality as well as complete counsel. 
Only an attorney can provide you all of your legal options. Visit our website, americastaxattorney.com, for more information. You know, with everything going on in the world today, it's hard to know what's going on. But what we do know is that energy prices are soaring through the roof. The cost to light, cool, and heat our homes is rising. And more than ever, we are going to need an alternative. Consider solar. I know it's not for everyone, but you should find out first. Give my friend Richard Gonzalez a call before you decide. Get a no-cost, no-obligation, just-information consultation at 813-580-6439 or email him at nomadicsolar at protonmail.com. 813-580-6439 or nomadicsolar at protonmail.com. Is it possible to trust information? Are there any professional journalists around? Does anyone value truth over agenda? Well, yes, yes, and yes. My good friend Paul Swanson fits the bill. A trained journalist with decades of experience who's dedicated to truth over party and agenda invites you to join the Swanson Report community at theswansonreport.locals.com. That's theswansonreport.locals.com. There you can get exclusive content and interact directly with Paul at theswansonreport.locals.com. We live in tough times. Just as in our founding, ordinary citizens were charged with then creating and maintaining a republic. We are charged with preserving that republic. The pamphleteers were instrumental to getting information to our forefathers. Now it is up to patriot podcasters and bloggers to pick up that mantle. Fightbackmedia.com is poised to restore and protect the republic. Fightback Media provides information not tainted by those that are bent on the destruction of our nation. Now is the time to join the Fightback Media family. Simply go to fightbackmedia.com and click the contact information to join the family, to protect the nation, to restore the republic. Summer is here. It's time to enjoy all of what Florida has to offer. And you didn't buy a boat? No problem. You can charter one. Our friends at Rock and Reef Charters are ready to kick your summer up to a level 10. Located in the famous sponge docks in historic Tarpon Springs, Rock and Reef Charters offers trips to both Anclo Key Island and Three Worker Island. You can book a short three-hour tour or a relaxing eight-hour tour. The tour includes, of course, a master boat captain and all the amenities. All you have to do is bring your own food and whatever drink that you like, especially those 
frosty adult beverages. You can reach them at rockandreefcharters.com. Rockandreefcharters.com.